Will They Find a Home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Do you enjoy comedy bits from the Bob and Tom Show? Well, this is the podcast for you. It's the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Thank you, Charles. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast where we celebrate famous and forgotten Bob and Tom Show comedy bits. I'm Willie Griswold, joined by Jess Hooker and Jess Allsman on Zoom. Jason, as always, we're all here. We're skating at full speed today, and we're talking the Super Bowl, baby. Jess, Jessica, Jason, just to get started real quick, what is your favorite Super Bowl commercial right off the top of your head? I love the E-Trade with the monkey. That like They basically boasted that they wasted a million dollars or whatever it was at the time, and it was just like in a, in a garage, and a, and a monkey's in there beating on a... A bucket or something. Does that sound right? Does anyone remember that? <laughs> I don't. E Trade always has good. I wrote down the E Trade baby. I think that yeah. was premiered on the Super Bowl. And Pete Holmes was the voice. And then later when I got into comedy, I figured about him and I thought that was really cool. Uh, Alzman, what you got? Uh, mine was uh, probably a cell phone commercial. A car breaks down in the middle of winter and the husband and wife. She's like, oh, if only we could call for help, but you got me a frying pan for Christmas. And she holds up this <laughs> frying pan to her ear. And she's like, mm, if only. It was, it was really funny. That's great. Uh, I don't have a specific one, guys. I remember there was, I remember I cried at a uh, Budweiser Clydesdale commercial. And I want to say that was like college ish time. Yeah, there's uh, been about ten more since then. I, I think. Know, yeah, that, that but there was it was the dog and the there was a there was a dog and there was the horse. I don't. Well, I have a question for you guys on that because mm-hmm. when I was a kid growing up, sure, sometimes I would cry at like a children's hospital commercial or a dog commercial. Something right? that's very sad. But as I get older, I am crying to Bud Light commercials. I'm crying to insurance commercials. <laughs> I saw this one. It's just a guy running on top of a roof and he jumps and the gap gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's like sometimes our problems get away from. And I'm oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think uh, you're a you're a feeling person, Willie, and that's completely normal. You're yeah. safe here. You can talk about your commercial cries. <laughs> <laughs> they get me. They get me. The older I get, I'm crying more. Uh, well, let's get into our first bit. We're talking the Super Bowl, and this is a special Super Bowl moment from our favorite. It's Donnie Baker. Time now for great moments in NFL history. The yeah. 1984, the place, Tampa, Florida, where the Los Angeles Raiders faced the Washington Redskins in Super Bowl 18. NFL fan and spectator Donald Baker. Hey, man, it's Donnie Baker. (laughs) Last man to ever have the nerve to call me Donald was my seventh grade social studies teacher, Mr. Winters, and he got his house egged every summer for it. Excuse me, young man. Donnie Baker recalls his favorite memories from that day. Man, I'll never forget. I remember in the first quarter I had to drain the lizard real bad, man. Because me and my cousin Lonnie had driven 
going 36 hours straight in the El Camino to get there, and we've been chugging Mountain Dews the whole way and stuff. But, man, I must have gone through the wrong door because I end up in this really fancy dressing room with this hot chick who's wearing a wild outfit and lots of makeup and stuff. She had really long hair. And... Mr. Baker, are you going to talk about the game? I'm getting to it, you old fruit. Why don't you shut your face anyways? <laughs> I knew right away this chick was Cher. I swear to God it was. I figured she must have been there to perform during a halftime show or something. And this was back when Cher was smoking hot, right before she got all skanked out with plastic surgery and Botox and stuff. So before she could say anything, I go, I got a special delivery for Cher. You want it? And she's all like, delivery of what? And I say, three pounds of pork, baby. I sat her right to her face, man. I swear to God I did. And that chick never batted an eye, man. I swear to God, she was like, well, maybe I better marinate that pork. So that's what we did, man. And it was awesome. She's part Indian, and they know all kinds of tricks they learned from the great beaver spirit or something, man. And afterwards, she said, I was so good, it totally made up for all the bad stuff the white man did to Indians back in the day anyway. So that's my Super Bowl memory, man. He slipped into Pork monster to share just before she sang at halftime. Hey, Donnie, everybody knows that back in 1984, it was Boy George who performed in the Super Bowl oh. halftime show. Shut up, Randy. Remember, that's back when Boy George had long hair, wore dresses, lots of makeup. I said shut up, Randy. No one wants to hear your stupid jibber-jabber anyways. You must have been wired from all that Mountain Dew. You know what I think? I think you gave the pork injection to Boy George. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send my fist right through your skull and put a culture club to your face if you don't shut up, man. This has been a great moment in NFL history. Gosh. I love uh, the idea of Dottie referencing Boy George, knowing enough about Boy George to say, I'm going to hit you in the face with a culture club. <laughs> like, like he's willing to listen to Boy George just so he can insult people that like Boy George. That's true. That's a funny bit. Oh, gosh. That is a good one. That that might be one of my favorite Donnie bits. I like that That's one. That's fantastic. I, I, we have one coming up. But this is sort of a Donnie Baker sandwich because we'll start it and end it with it. And the one we end with, to me, is one of my favorites. A so. Donnie Baker sandwich doesn't feel like it would have anything to do with bits that we're playing right now. It feels like it would be a lot more gross. Yeah, like something you buy at a gas station. Yes. <laughs> the Donnie Baker sandwich. Yeah. Uh, but I love hearing shut up, Randy. It's just always. like, yeah. Shut up, Randy. It yeah, really a is. catchphrase still still gets a, well, we write we write commercials for Donnie Baker. So sometimes we throw that in there and it's fun because people love it. They want to tell their boss off, so they do it through Donnie telling Randy. It's <laughs> Would it be possible mm-hmm. to have Randy come visit? I don't know. I'm sure. Uh, well, we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't know how open he would be to that. But, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I do like, I think this is this has a rarity in it where Randy actually gets at Donnie pretty uh-huh. good. Yeah. He kind of realizes the whole Boy George thing might have actually been what happened. Yeah. And fun mm-hmm. fact, Boy George came on the show many years ago. I believe it might have been when I was an intern. What? Really? 25 years ago. Yes, he was in this building in the back. I know for a fact. Well, man, that was even way after he peaked. Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely after he peaked. Okay. Um, And he said something off there. I'll have to tell you off there. <laughs> um, so I have a question for you guys. I think Jess, Jason, 
One of you guys is going to have this answer. This week, uh, Donnie, on a phone call, we revealed a little bit of inside information. Apparently, his name is Dick. His name is Donald Dick Baker. No, Donnie what? Didn't. Yes. Yeah. Middle so name Richard, yes. I, so I'm curious, Is was that a first? Is is some listener going to go back and say, actually, on a broadcast in 2012, he said his middle he, name He is- has said it before, yes. Yeah. I don't know how many times, <laughs> but it has happened before, yes. Yeah. And one of my favorite things to ever is just when someone just goes, everybody knows. And Donnie, everybody <laughs> knows. I just love the power of that. Yeah, that's a that's a very specific person that uses that as a, as a point maker, <laughs> you know. And here's the punctuation to that. Yeah. By the way, speaking of pork, Jess, are you doing anything good for your Super Bowl spread? Uh, see, say that, Willie, and I don't think you're talking about food. So I just started <laughs> laughing. Oh no, I wasn't even. That was that wasn't me being a jerk. That was me being a fat guy. In that oh, case, okay. I'm more fat than I am a jerk. Gotcha, gotcha. Um. <laughs> We don't have any plans right now because I might be alone on on Super Bowl Sunday, I just realized. So if anybody wants to hang out <laughs> and socially distance, watch the Super Bowl. So What would you call that back in the day? I won't get too specific. Sure. You call it a, a Fat Kids Weekend or we something did. like that? There, yeah. yeah this, okay. Okay. So say I was once in a relationship with someone in mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we would... Uh, so every other weekend... That it would just be us at home, we would call it a fat kids weekend. Sure. And that meant we ordered out every single meal or had snacks for meals. Every single meal? Every single meal. If Are we you... didn't if we didn't sleep through the meal, oh. then we would... from the prior <laughs> meal. I me and my friend have a version of this called a double delivery day. Oh, okay. It's just exactly lunch and dinner, both delivery. Yeah, it was it's turned it turned out like it was a term of endearment one time where I had realized like we had ate junk all day. And I looked at him and I was like, we're just two fat kids. We're just two <laughs> fat kids. <laughs> and then that's how it started. Well, uh, speaking of fat kids, speaking of food, how about we get a taste of Dick Mango? My name is Dick Mango, Terminal B of the New Orleans International Airport here in New Orleans, Louisiana. Thank you. Hey, but let's face it. For some of us, the best part of the Super Bowl are the commercials and the halftime show. Doritos. Mercedes. M&M's. Screw the game. Here's GoDaddy. Oh, my God. Man, those chicks are hot. <laughs> Miller Bud. Ford and Chevy. Pepsi Coke. Shelling out four million bucks a spot. Tell me who is playing. I don't know. And I don't give a damn. It's halftime. That's the reason I'm now watching. Hey, Beyonce. I've got something right here you can lip sync. (laughs) Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. The Dick Mango Trio from New Orleans, Louisiana. My name is Dick Mango. Thank you, Dick. I love me some Dick Mango. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but Tom's face when he does that character and just how into it he gets, I I just, I love that. He really gets locked in. Yes. Heck yes. yeah, he's a theater man at heart. I mean, it's all about the theatrics. <laughs> he believes what he is, the character. 
He's yeah. Um, so Dick Mango, it's just what it's this lounge singer mm-hmm. from New Orleans. It's so. Growing up as a kid, I remember seeing my dad do Dick Mango at a live day, mm-hmm. and going, "My dad is so weird." Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and, and you wonder where that comes because obviously he loves doing it, and there's something in there that that always needed to get out, mm-hmm. you know. And he's able to do it through Dick. And there was, believe me, there were plenty of Dick Mango, even Super Bowl specific. For me to pull from and thus that's why it just gave us a little taste um but he did a lot of these for a, even for different weird reasons did, like uh, he would do them live when we were in the bahamas too right yes, i believe so yes. yeah i yeah. remember them being a lot of part of live days kind of going with the crowd the mm-hmm. applause in there that's just canned applause right that's not oh, yeah. That oh yeah, that was canned. Yeah, cool. yeah. but I feel I like you just had an audience travel around with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting out the pink sparkly jacket. Get ready, guys. Yes. <laughs> my dad, my dad, the pink sparkly jacket for Dick Mango was at my house. Right now? And, no, it was. He, my dad has it now. But around like two weeks before Christmas, he was like, "I gotta come. We're gonna look for the Dick Mango." And then we find it. He goes, "Oh yeah!" And it was like a kid <laughs> on Christmas. His That's eyes hilarious. lit up. It was like he was able to get in this mindset that he wasn't yeah. able to get in. Mm-hmm. I got Aww. such a kick out of it. I tell you, and and, and that piece there actually had a, a bigger I don't know theme there of a lot of people just watch it and then wait for the halftime show. Oh gosh, oh. yeah, sure, certainly, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like the pop culture element of it, you know? The hmm. Super Bowl, even if you're not a football fan, I feel like everyone watches the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. It's it's a it's a gathering. I mm-hmm. mean, we're hanging out. It's very social. And there's very few people that are actually watching. Like, I mean, unless your team is in the game, in the, in the seasons or the years that we've had our hometown team there, yeah. it's been very, a very different vibe, Certainly, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Prop oh. bets are fun to follow. Oh, I love yeah. a prop bet. Yep. Especially when you're like, did someone just score a safety right away? What the heck? Yeah. Who had that? Who's a millionaire now? Yeah. <laughs> I love weird stuff. like, And then the, the 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 numbers game where you get to pick the second number of the I score. I got to do that this week for the yeah. office. It's so fun. I, that and, one's dumb. No, it's not. Yeah, it's dumb. No, it's not. It's just picking numbers. What are we old? What are we doing? Bingo here? Wait a I second. Know, but it's fun. Let me say, Stupid. let me ask something. Bingo's fun. Can I guess that Jess has won some money playing that game and Jason has lost no, a little no, bit of I, money playing no, that I, game? No, I have not lost any money because I didn't put any money in it because it's a dumb game. <laughs> I love that game personally. I love that game. And I was introduced to it when we were in uh, the Bahamas. We used to have the giant board there and everybody that was a guest there at that party would, would do it. And yes, maybe the first year that I was there i won a substantial amount of money sure mm, so how about that? i like doing weird prop bets uh coin flip obviously um mm-hmm. vowel or a consonant beginning the name <laughs> of the player that That's scores fun. the first touchdown the best prop bet i ever won was i got 10 bucks on betting the over under whether or not the rock would be featured in two commercials <gasps> and he was featured in two commercials oh, wow. oh, oh wow. that guy's awesome. everywhere yeah. Well, let's get into our next bit. This is a bit of alternative television uh, with plenty of inappropriate puns. <laughs> well, Tom, it's that time of year again. The whole country is buzzing about that granddaddy of all sporting events, the Super Bowl. Boring. <laughs> Chick, why would anyone want to watch those huge, sweaty men doing battle on the field when you can see gorgeous, huge-breasted women playing touch football? 
topless. I couldn't agree more, Tom. <laughs> if you want to see beautiful stacked babes bearing it all through four quarters of titillating gridiron action, then you need to watch Bob and Tom's Hooter Bowl live on pay-per-view. <laughs> it's going to be great. And don't forget, all our busty gals are 100% natural. No silicone. That's right. At the Hooter Bowl, the only thing artificial is the turf. Hi, I'm Tom Griswold, and joining me in the broadcast booth will be color commentator Chick McGee. Thank you, Tom. You know, I've never been in a booth that didn't have a sticky floor and a slot to put quarters in. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to the game. There's an awful lot of talented teams out there in the Hooter Bowl. Let's run down the list of some of the top contenders. Well, first, there's the Jacksonville Jigglers. These gals are packing some of the biggest melons in the league. Don't you agree? I must say they are. When I watch those ladies play, I want to put one through the uprights, if you know what I mean. According to our scouting report, you can expect the Jigglers to line up in the split formation, make great use of their tight ends, and of course, defensively, they like to use their nickel package. Don't you mean their nipple package? Uh, you, you bet I do, Chick. Now, one of my favorite teams might be in the running this year. Of course, I'm talking about the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tom, that's uh, Tetons. Oh, 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 Tetons. The Tetons feature one of the league's best endowed quarterbacks, Iva Pear. As you may recall, Iva was drafted last year by the Seattle Sea Cups, but frankly, her jugs were just too damn big. She's not very mobile, but she has a really strong arm. Something that I can relate to, Tom. <laughs> I'll bet you can. And you know, Tom, early in the season, Iva was suspended for one game by Commissioner Paula Tagliaboob. That's right. For trying to smother a linebacker with her enormous breasts. I believe the call was intentional mounding. Well, another team to look out for is the Cleavage Browns. With their explosive defensive back, Lotta Areola. She's another gal who's racked up a lot of penalties this year. Uh, that's that, that's penalties. Uh, true. Last week, Lotta was penalized 15 yards for straddling the quarterback's face. That's right, Tom. I believe the charge was muffing the passer. You know, there's talk she may be traded to the San Francisco 69ers next season. Hold on a minute. I think we have a special guest joining us in the booth. Hello, fellas. Oh, wow. It's former Hooter Bowl MVP, Emma Biggins. Hey, Emma. How they hanging? You tell me. Whoa, somebody get me a doctor. I think I just pulled a groin. I think I've got illegal motion in my pants. Now, Tom, I believe we... Uh, excuse me, Chick. Yes, Tom? Uh, I hate to break out of character, but this Hooter Bowl thing is going a little over its allotted time. <laughs> I so, but we, we've still got all these jokes left. I'll tell you what, just to speed things up, why don't you just read all the punchlines and let the listeners make up their own jokes? Sounds great. All right, here goes. No, I said I can't wait to see her punt. <laughs> so that's what you meant by going out for a long one. I thought you said nookie of the year. Hey, I'll be in the owner's box. That's no wishbone. Honey, where's your chin strap? I'm wearing a purple helmet right now. She was kneeling down, but it wasn't in the huddle. That's Bob and Tom's Hooter Bowl, available only on pay-per-view. Now I know why they call you a wide receiver. Oh, gosh. What do you say? 20 too many puns? How many too many puns? Wow. Yeah. Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse. And I, f I feel like... Half of those might have been used today on the show. Who knows? Oh, yeah, that's very true. Because <laughs> we know the source of all of them. I just like the idea uh, sitting around and you, you pull up, you got every NFL team on <laughs> on a, a PowerPoint, whatever it is, and you're going, okay, uh, Cleveland Browns, let's go Cleavage Browns. Good, that works. Uh, mm -hmm. Vikings, Vikings, no, not clear enough. All right, next team. <laughs> 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 Bengals. Does bad girls work? Nah, the rhyme's off. Gosh. <laughs> Do you ever think of it like the uh, like the situation room when they write these things mm. and all of them sitting in a room and it just like... 
Okay, guys, this is what we got to do. How many inappropriate puns can we squeeze? In I, I bet I can go to the table at Alibis where this one was probably written. Oh, yeah, that's probably guess. true. This yeah. is probably that era. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Good call. Yeah, that's my guess. And I love that it's just the the chick and the tom back and forth. Mm-hmm. Felt very old school. Just put a little music bed under it. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a really funny dynamic. It really is. And they weren't at each other's throats with I love, which I that's like. That's true. <laughs> yes. Usually I feel like it's Tom versus chick. And it's uh, it's got that breakdown, you know, three quarters of the way. Listen, uh, let's just let the listeners finish this all for us. And, <laughs> right. and I, some of the best lines there, too. Alzi, what was your favorite punchline? Do you uh, do you remember anything that tickled you? Uh, something about, I was talking about her punch. <laughs> I, I missed it. <laughs> I lost my <laughs> mind. I Willie did laugh pretty I'm hard so glad it. I did it. <laughs> Bravo. Again, I'm not offended by any of this. I think it's genius. Oh, so. sure. I, mean, I love it. Well, it's also hard to get offended where it's clearly satire. I don't think <laughs> any like masculine, toxic kind of guy would actually say that he wants to muff the passer. This yeah. is clearly <laughs> just such a such a silly thing. I'm gonna try to use that one later, though. <laughs> <laughs> just like like a guy that just got a word of the day calendar. You're just just <laughs> with so much effort trying to force muff muff the passer into any conversation. Why don't we do a Bob and Tom word of the day calendar? Oh. Who would do it? I mean, between Tom well, speak? Yeah, it's kind of some Tom speak. It's mm-hmm. some of the, our Tom's go to muff, the uprights, all those things. Yeah. Oh, we really? Can, we can, some totally facts. can we oh, go yeah. over some of the, we asked people on air to, to send in things that the show has ruined for them? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Phrases and expressions. Can we go over a few of these? Absolutely. Okay? Let's hit it, yeah. So these are just things that because you've listened to the Bob and Tom show and anything happens in your life uh, and you hear that thing, see that thing, you feel like you need to react in a certain way because of the show. So some examples of this, when someone says shattered, I say out loud, shadoobie. Anything related to fish, I say fish. Anytime I see a Chevy Volt, I hear Chick's voice, (laughs) the all new Chevy Volt. (laughs) Uh, I I have one that, that this one, I definitely have this issue. Hey guys, if someone starts talking about being afraid of something, I always respond with, Frankenstein never scared me. <laughs> My soul feels too. Because they're fast. Oh. oh, that's a good one. Yeah, keep sending those in. Buccaneers under my bucking hats. These are, uh, yeah, and, these. And that's that's uh, obviously perfect for this weekend. So, oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. It'll be a real fun week. I don't know. I, I never want to root for Tom Brady, but you know, he's an underdog, I think. We don't know how to talk football. He's not an underdog. He is not an underdog. Are Willie, you, you take that back. No, he's, the, the, the Chiefs are favored. And I, I, really? whatever. And I think whatever. he's going to take that as a slight in the same way that in the Michael Jordan documentary he'd go, uh, and I thought that he offended me, and uh, I was going to let that drive me. And baby, I don't know. We don't got to do this. I hate Tom Brady. But, <laughs> but I love the Buccaneers. I, I got to, so I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I went to high school with somebody that was on the Buccaneers winning Super Bowl team. Really? Yeah. Yeah. His name's Todd Yoder. And, uh, he eventually went on to play for the Washington football team. No way. And I was at a Washington football team game on the sidelines, and I was there with Chick, and I go, oh, my God, there goes Todd, and Todd ran by. And and Chick yelled out my high school mascot. He was like, go, Dragons. Dragons. And Todd did this and just yeah, yeah. kept running onto the field, and I was like, oh, like my face is getting yeah, red yeah, talking yeah. about it. But it was such an <laughs> awesome moment. That is, And I'm yeah. so glad that that didn't end with, and then Chick harassed the guy, <laughs> and then we got kicked out like those ladies at the Hawks game who harassed uh, the guy. No, it was uh, John Riggins that he harassed, later, <laughs> yeah. actually. So, yeah. so was that like a 2 or something when he won it with the Buccaneers? When did they win? That would have been, oh, 
like oh five oh five okay maybe yeah, 05. I can yeah, remember the yeah, year yeah yeah I know we just talked about this a week ago it was Bucks Raiders I can't remember game, yeah. Right? yeah yeah yes well I, we don't know our Super Bowl trivia but let's listen and learn to a little bit of Super Bowl trivia how about that time now for Bob and Tom Super Bowl trivia. <laughs> The year 1972. <laughs> the place, New Orleans. The event, Super Bowl VI. The score, Cowboys 24, Dolphins 3. The runners, no one rushed over 100 yards. The MVP, Roger Starbuck, who completed only 12 passes. The game, it sucked. <laughs> this has been yeah. Bob and Tom. Widely, Super Bowl yeah. trivia. Fantastic. The game, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I love the reveal there. And and the Super Bowl, uh, Tom Brady's last Super Bowl of a couple years ago. I'm trying to think who they played. I guess Atlanta. Uh, they, no. Is that the, yeah, the 21-3 game where they came back? Uh, see, there's that one, and then they got beat by the Eagles. Maybe it wasn't a Tom Brady game, but there was one a couple years ago that at halftime it literally was so boring and sucked <laughs> so bad. I, it was the whatever it was. Here, here I can remember now. It was February 3rd of 2019, so two years ago. Yep. Um, and here's why this is so dumb. If you have kids, you'll enjoy this. Mm-hmm. It the date was 2319. Okay. And 2319 means something in the Pixar world, specifically um, Monsters, Inc. Really? Yeah, it's a 2319 when someone comes back from a kid's room and if there's like a sock on them or something. 2319. And this crew comes in Mm -hmm. and we literally turn the Super Bowl off at halftime and watch Monsters, Inc. (laughs) It was that (laughs) bad. Hey, I love football, but Monsters, Inc. is a great film. Fantastic. That movie (laughs) rocks. It was the Patriots versus L.A. Rams. The so Rams. That's what. That's yeah. exactly what it was. And oh, the Rams. Yeah. It was their first time there with the new coach, and and Belichick just had his way with them. It was so boring. <laughs> my, my buddy Colin is a Rams fan, and he came to my apartment after that game, and he was so drunk and so sad. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, man, you want to talk?" He's like, "I think I'm just gonna." Chill on the couch for a little bit. <laughs> ended up crashing at my place. If, if only you would have, uh, you know, watched a little Monsters Inc. with it. Oh my yeah. god, that probably would have cheered him. Mike Wazowski <laughs> definitely would have cheered him up. Uh, well, hey, let's get into our last bit. This is a Super Bowl play-by-play with Donnie and Randy. All right, man, welcome to Super Bowl 40, live from the booth, along with my pussy-faced partner, Randy. I'm Donnie Baker. Man, it's third and short. The Steelers are just a pork sword away from getting a first down here, man. I swear to God they are. This is tense. Look for Jerome Bettis to get the ball here, Donnie. The guy is unstoppable between the tackles. Don't you shut up, Randy, and put your notes away. You don't know Bill Cowers anyways. Man, if I was Cowers, I'd give the ball to Deuce Staley here. I swear to God I would. Deuce. Man, if I was him, I'd come down and cut the cord right there on the 50-yard line. I mean, it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to pinch a rope in front of 50 million people watching. I'd be like, check out these cornrows. Come on, Donnie. What about the game? It's a pretty critical moment. Man, Deuce would go down in history, just like that time McNabb puked on the ball, remember? Uh, Can we concentrate on the game, Donnie? I'm getting to it, man. Hell, there's still 20 seconds on the play clock. These guys got enough time to change a play or readjust their junk. 
That must be why they huddle up anyways. I ain't afraid to pin the hog in front of people. I did it one time in front of Scotty's mom. I made her blush, and man, she's seen everything. I was like, check out this headlock, baby. She loved all us wrestlers, man. I swear to God she did. This one time. Donnie, look, they're at the line. All right, man, looks like the I-formation here. And Bettis is in there. Who cares, Randy? <laughs> oh, check it out, man. There's a cheerleader picking a wedgie. I swear to God, it's cutting her in half. Now, that's some buried treasure I'd like to find. <laughs> I swear to God I would, man. Look, Donnie, they just gave Bettis the ball, and he's got the first down. He's on the 30. Hey, baby, stop digging and come check out this stalactite anyways. Now he's to the 20. Hey, why don't you let that blonde next to you help out? Hey, if it rains, I'll pay you both to mud wrestle. Now he's on the 50. I'll jump in, too. You can call me the catfish, because I swear to God I'll bring the mud vein. He's to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! Donnie, that was rude. I was on a roll. I was making the call just fine without your help. Shut up, Randy. I ain't getting paid to do color. Now go shut your face and fetch you some fresh beers. We can't drink in the press box. You have to drink up here, man. Ask Pat Summerall. It's state law anyway. He did it for years. Look it up, man. I swear to God he did. How else could he stand listening to John Madden speaking tongues for all those years, man? Hey, here's 20 bucks, and I want the souvenir cup this time. How can you afford that? We're working, Randy. Just expense it anyways. Do you even care about the extra point, Donnie? I'm saving my extra point for that chair later. I'll put it right through her uprights. I swear to God I will. Donnie and Randy, some very colorful commentary. With Jerome Bettis, was his nickname the refrigerator? Is that what it is? The fridge? It was William Perry. It was that William Perry. The bus. Is the bus. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. There's only there's only so many names you can give. <laughs> hey, it's a big guy. I, I'm so sorry, Willie. I thought you were asking that question being silly. Oh, like, no. Now, was it the... Was it the... No, I was, just, I was being dumb. I knew it was something. Right. Because uh, that year, there was that... It was Jerome Bettis being in the Super Bowl is a massive story because he was older than your average running back. I remember all that stuff. And he shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have been because there? Because of the Colts game. Oh, really? He, he, his last play could have been the ball popping out at the goal line. Sure. Oh, it was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it was a whole... Mm. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of background there that hurts. It's okay. <laughs> oh, stop crying. Jeez. Okay. Oh, no. Well, my, my favorite little bit in that is when you have Randy saying he's going to the 15, <laughs> to the 10, to the 5, and Dottie is talking in the middle, and he's talking for so long, you're thinking, how slow is this guy running? <laughs> yeah, <hell> yeah. Five <laughs> yards does not take. I don't know if you guys like the Fast and the Furious movies, but in, in the last one, there's a scene where a plane is taking off. And the cars are driving next to it. And it lasts for like 16 minutes. And some guy on Reddit was like, hey, that runway would have to be 50 miles long <laughs> for that math to work out. Uh, just, I, got, I got a real kick out of that. What would you, you guys think? I loved it. I loved the, the back and forth between those two. And you kind of get whiny Randy at the end, the true Randy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Big fan of that. Plus, Randy's a good friend of mine. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Uh yeah, there was a time where uh, Randy and Jason and I spent a lot of time together. Mm, too much. Too much. Probably too much time. We went to every single lunch together while we were here. Well, mm-hmm. you guys used to be the kids around here, right? That we Shut were still, up, and Millie. we're still. Tr- Shut up. We're still. Was that rude? <laughs> I wasn't trying to be rude at all. Uh, I, just, I yeah. feel like sometimes my dad even yeah. <laughs> like looking at me. Yeah, that's that's the young gang. It's the kids. Yeah. Like we're the we're the we're kind of the middle aged ones now. Sure. Yeah, but I just <clears> remember. 
I just remember being your age and working here and Jason being my age and being mm-hmm. like, oh, no, it'll just always be this way, yep. you know? <laughs> well, they were talking the other day on on the live show about, you know, how many people become who were interns yeah. and become part of the show. And here's here's the little secret. They still think we're interns. Yeah. That's, yes. that's how it kind of works. Yes. yes. And I am nowhere near an intern. No. I promise you, age-wise. <laughs> They think I'm a marketing genius. <laughs> I fooled them all. You guys think you're fooling people. My dad thinks I'm Sam. I tricked him. <laughs> I don't even know well, that was such a fun episode. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl this Sunday. Have some snacks. Have some pals. We hope you have a great time. Uh, please uh, give us a subscribe. Give us a nice review wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. It'd help us out. And uh, thank you for listening to Bits and Pieces. We'll see you next time. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.